begin, I want to ask a question uh, to see if anyone knows what this phrase is. And I'm sure you've seen it in your bulletins and you probably were wondering, what in the world is Pastor Tim going to preach today? Why you so odd ease? Does anyone know? <laughs> Does anyone have any idea what this means? So if you try speaking in a Jamaican accent, which I do not have, <laughs> why you so odd ease is a rhetorical question that Jamaican parents often ask their children when they're being scolded. 이 자메이카 부모들이 자메이카 자녀들에게 항상 하는 말이라고 합니다. 잔소리의 일종이죠. And if you are a smart Jamaican child, you never, and when I say never, I mean never answer this question. 그리고 현명한 자메이카의 자녀라면 이 부모가 이 잔소리를 할때 절대로 어, 그거를 반박하려고 하지 않는 겁니다. Basically what this means is that it's someone that refuses to act with appropriate urgency or not to act at all to a command or set of instructions. To simply translate it loosely, it's supposed to be, why are you so hard ears? So maybe you can see that. 이제 영어 발음으로 말씀드리면 왜 너의 귀가 꽉 막혔느냐 그 말이에요. It's pretty much someone that is uh, hard-headed. 머리가 아주 고집이 센 사람들. It's not literal translation of somebody that cannot actually hear or uh, they have a hearing impediment. 귀가 정말로 안 들리는 것이 아니라 들었음에도 불구하고 안 들으려고 고집 부리는 사람에게 하는 말이라고 합니다. But it's actually an ideal of person being stubborn. Now, there are many Jamaican proverbs that kind of follow along the lines like that. For example, bite or eat a stone. <laughs> Suck salt through a wooden spoon. And die of sunburn. And all of these have similar meanings of nothing good is going to happen if you refuse to listen to instruction. Today, our message uh, is found based on James chapter 1, verse 22, and it says, do not merely listen to the word, and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. You see, faith is not only something that we believe in, but faith is something that implies action. You see, in our culture, belief is more of a thought process. I can say that if I believe listening to Christmas music will make me into a jolly person, or I say that I believe that broccoli will help me grow tall, that's it. 
That's what belief is. 우리 서구 문화에서는 믿음이라는 것이 아 내가 크리스마스 노래를 들으면 행복해질 거야. 내가 브로콜리를 먹으면 키가 커질 거야라는 그냥 머릿속에만 생각하는 믿음일 수도 있습니다. But biblically, belief is not simply a thought process. Belief is something that invokes action. 하지만 서구 문화가 아닌 성경 속에서는 믿음이라고 하는 것은 그냥 머릿속에서만 이루어지는 것이 아니라 우리의 삶과 우리의 행동 속에 나타나는 것입니다. So in biblical train of thought, if you were to believe that listening to eight hours of Christmas music daily help you become a jolly person, you would listen to Christmas music for eight hours a day until you became a jolly person. 그래서 성경적으로 풀이를 한다면 크리스마스 노래를 들으면 행복해질 거야라는 믿음이 아니라 크리스마스 노래를 들으면 행복해지니까 내가 8시간 동안 크리스마스 노래를 듣는다라는 행동이 가미되는 것입니다. In the same way, if I believed that broccoli would help me grow taller, then I would eat my broccoli every day. 내가 머릿속에서 브로콜리를 먹으면 키가 커지니까라는 믿음이 있는 것이 아니라 내가 정말로 브로콜리를 먹음으로써 키가 크게 되는 것입니다. So you see belief is clearly something that requires us to take action on what we actually believe in. 그래서 믿음이라는 것은 행동이 따라오는 것입니다. You see, we find in Romans chapter 10 verse 17, Paul implies the very same ideal that James does in chapter 1. He says, "Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ." 로마서 10장 17절에 말씀하시기를 그러므로 믿음은 들음에서 나며 but you see, Paul understood that in order for us to hear this message, it only comes from action, from spreading the gospel, from teaching. You see, we as a church must pray that God not only gives us the understanding of the word, but with the ability to obey and to take action upon those words. So, 우리가 하나님의 자녀로서 기도해야 하는 것은 우리가 들음으로서 생기는 믿음을 행동 속에 나타날 수 있는 삶 속에 나타낼 수 있는 그런 사도들이 될수 있도록 기도해야 합니다. You see, in James chapter 1 verse 22, we see a warning about an actionless faith. And that's what I want to explore with you today. 오늘 아침 저희들이 야고보서 1장 22절 속에 우리에게 주어진 이 경고를 보고 싶습니다. 듣기만 하고 행동하지 못하는 사람. You see, we believe as a church that it is through faith in Jesus Christ that we are saved. Amen? 우리가 믿음으로서 구원받는다고 믿으십니까? And we teach this in church, and there's nothing wrong with this message. I'm all for it. 우리가 믿음으로 구원받는다는 것을 가르치고 우리는 믿음으로 정말 모든 것을 행한다는 것을 믿는 거 압니다. See, Paul says in the book of Ephesians, for it is by grace that you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves; it is a gift. 사도 바울이 에베소서 2장 8절에 너희는 그 은혜에 의하여 믿음으로 말미암아 구원을 얻었으니 저희들 이 말을 믿습니다. And this is a beautiful message. No, because this gives us the reassurance that no matter what you do, no matter how much you do, none of that guarantees you salvation. And it's only by the gift of God that we are able to be saved. But there's a group of people that look at that verse and say, well, since it's not by our works, but actually just our faith, then we don't have to do anything. We can sit back, we can relax, and enjoy the show. 
그러나 어떠한 미련한 사람들은 이 성경 구절을 읽을 때 봐봐 우리가 행동하는 것이 아무런 소용이 없고 무조건 하나님이 주시는 선물이잖아라고 하는 사람들 행동 없는 사람들이 있습니다. We see the Bible challenges this notion just as our early church fathers have done the same. 하지만 우리의 믿음의 조상들이 말한 것처럼 우리에게도 똑같이 적용되는 것입니다. If you have your Bibles, I would like you to uh, turn to James chapter 2. And we're going to read verse 14 to 19 and then verse 26. And this is what the, the word says. It says, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, Go in peace. Keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs. What good is it? 십사절로 십육절 내 형제들아 만일 사람이 믿음이 있노라 하고 행함이 없으면 무슨 유익이 있으리요? 그 믿음이 능히 자기를 구원하겠느냐? 만일 형제나 자매가 헐벗고 일용할 양식이 없는데 너희 중에 누구든지 그에게 이르되 평안히 가라 덥게 하라 배부르게 하라 하며 Verse 17, it says, In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith, and I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith without my by my deeds. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. 17절로부터 19절 이와 같이 행함이 없는 믿음은 그 자체가 죽은 것이라 어떤 사람은 말하기를 너는 믿음이 있고 나는 행함이 있으니 행함이 없는 내 믿음을 내게 보이라 나는 행함으로 내 믿음을 너에게 보이리라 하리라 내가 하나님은 한 분이신 줄을 믿느냐 잘하는 도다 귀신들도 믿고 떠느니라 As the body without the spirit is dead So faith without deeds is dead. 영이 없는 몸은 죽은 것과 같이 행동 없는 믿음 또한 죽은 것입니다. So I love to give a little bit of background before I dive into this. But the book of James is considered by many biblical scholars to have written uh, by Jesus's half brother. 이 야고보서가 많은 사, 어, 신학자들이 말하기를 어, 예수님의 형제 중에 하나가 썼다고 합니다. And you see, Jesus, or James wasn't a follower of Jesus while he was on earth, but later, through the works of the apostle Paul, uh, he became uh, an apostle. 야고보는 사실 어, 예수님이 살아계실 때 제자는 아니었지만 어, 사도 바울의 노력으로 인해서 예수님께서 승천하신 후에 제자가 되는 사람입니다. If you look at the overall message of the book of James, it focuses on practical action in the life of faith, and it's written in a very similar style to that of the wisdom literature that we find in the Old Testament. 우리 야고보서에 써있는 이 내용들은 정말 일생생활에서 쓰일 수 있는 모든 어, 것들이 있고요. 그 구약에 있는 어, 메시지를 전달합니다. We find a very interesting message that James is encouraging God's people to act like God's people, not simply just say that they are. 그래서 야고보가 가르치는 교훈을 종합해 보면 어, 우리가 믿음으로만 사는 것이 아니라 믿음 속에서 행함을 강조하고 있습니다. If you look at the rest of the book of James, you will find out that he is a very straightforward and blunt person, and he's not afraid to do so. 그래서 야고보서의 글을 보면 돌아가는 경우가 없고 아주 직설적으로 모든 것을 얘기하는 것을 볼수 있습니다. And we see in what the passage that we just read that to James 
If faith does not produce real life change, your faith is dead. 믿음이 일상생활에서 변화를 가져오지 않으면 그 믿음은 죽은 것이라고 합니다. So the same question or the same prompt that James asks his people of his time. I want to ask you today, how has your faith become an agent of change in your life? And how has it become an agent of change in the life of others? 그래서 야고보가 성경시대의 그 사람들에게 말한 것처럼 우리 오늘 아침 그네데 성도들에게 묻고 싶습니다. 성도님들의 믿음이 우리의 생활에 어떠한 변화를 가지고 왔습니까? And if you're lost for an answer, I want to challenge you to re-examine the framework of your faith, to be encouraged and motivated by what the Bible promises when you have a true and heartfelt experience with God. 우리가 하나님을 진심으로 만났다면 우리의 삶 속에서 변화된 삶을 볼수 있는 성도들 되시기를 간절히 바랍니다. See when I studied this this verse or this chapter of James, it really hit home for me because I grew up in the church thinking that it's my knowledge of God, it's how often I come to church, my attendance record. These things were my ticket to heaven. 제가 그리스도인으로서 살아올 때 얼마나 열심히 교회에 출석하는지 얼마나 교회 봉사를 많이 하는지가 하늘 가는 티켓을 가져다 주는 줄로 알고 있습니다. But as I have continued to grow in the church and realize that it's more than just that and it's not only that, that it's through your faith and when you have a genuine faith with God, that's what produces the outwardly action. 하지만 출석과 그런 것만이 아니라 정말 저희가 진심 어린 믿음이 있을 때 우리의 매일매일의 삶 속에서 변화되는 삶이 드러나야 하는 것입니다. Now you see it's interesting because Ellen G. White she shares through her literature that there are two important ministries that will prevail to the end times. And those two are the health ministry and the literature evangelism ministries. 화인 여사가 쓰는 그 책증을 많은 것들을 직원들이 읽어볼 때 저희들이 강 어, 어, 많이 듣는 것이 건강과 또 전도에 관한 것입니다. And I think that's very interesting because I, I see why Ellen G. White would say that. Because people can actually see Jesus Christ through the actions that we take in these ministries. 왜냐하면 건강과 전도로서 정말 세상 사람들이 우리 재림교회들이 어떻게 믿음으로 행하는 삶을 살수 있다는 것을 보여줄 수 있기 때문입니다. In 2017, uh, I had the opportunity to go to a convention called GYC, which stands for Generation Youth for Christ in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, one of the main sessions in the evening, uh, if you don't know how this convention works, it's very long. All day, there's lectures, seminars, uh, things of that nature. It's a, it's a huge spiritual boost, uh, but you can get very tired. So by the end of the day, during one of the evening sessions, uh, I, I had enough. Too many you know, sermons, too many messages. I decided to take a step out. 이 청소년 연합 모임이 정말 보수주의적이고 하루 종일 성경을 공부하는 모임이기 때문에 저녁쯤이 되어서 제가 좀 피곤해지기 시작했습니다. So I decided I would take a step out and go ahead and have a walk through downtown Phoenix. 그래서 이 아리조나 피닉스 도시를 제가 저녁에 걷기 시작하는데요. And when I went out, I ran into another friend that had the same experience as me, too tired and needed a break, and we decided to walk the streets of Phoenix together. 거리를 걷고 있는 제 친구 하나가 똑같이 그 모임에 조금 지친 모습을 보이면서 저랑 걷기 시작합니다. So usually with this friend, we talk about ministry or spiritual life, and we connect on a very spiritual level and keep each other accountable. And so we were having these conversations as we were walking through the streets. 이 친구와 저는 영적인 
And while we were walking through the streets in the middle of the night, we ran to a homeless person. And clearly, you could tell he was homeless. His shoes were worn out, holes in his pants, dirty coats, very rough skin. You could smell the urine from him a distance away. 그런데 저희가 걷고 있는 중에 정말 집 없는 한 어, 홈레스를 만나게 되었는데요. 냄새도 많이 나고 옷도 허름하고 그런 홈레스를 만났습니다. My initial response, and as may be surprising to some, uh, I wanted to avoid him at all costs. I did not want to deal with it. I did not want to smell him. I wanted to leave. 맨 처음에 저의 반응은 될수 있으면 이 사람을 피해가야겠다. But very interesting, just like Jonah trying to run from the Lord, as I tried to run away from this encounter, it was almost as if God threw me uh, into the ocean and swallowed by a big fish. So the homeless man approached us and he asked for a few dollars so that he could catch a bus back home. 홈레스 사람이 저에게 와서 그냥 몇 불만 도와주면 제가 버스를 타고 집에 갈수 있겠습니다라고 말을 했습니다. And in my mind I was extremely skeptical as maybe some of you may feel. And I was thinking, home, this guy is homeless. Where is he going to go? 그런데 제 마음속에는 의심이 가득 차고 내가 이거 돈을 주면 집에 간다고 집이 어디길래? 그런 질문을 하고 있었습니다. He told us that he lived in Vegas and he was caught in a bad situation in Phoenix and he just wanted to go home. And to be honest with you at that time, I did not believe him. 그때 그 친구가 말하기를 자기는 라스베가스에 집이 있는데 그곳으로 가기 위해서 어, 티켓이 필요하는데 저는 그 말을 믿지 않았습니다. So unfortunately at that moment I had turned around and I told them I said hey sorry like we can't help you and we left. 그런데 저는 그 자리를 내가 당신을 도와줄 수 없습니다 하고 그 사람을 피하게 됩니다. But we continued to walk around downtown Phoenix and for a second time we ran into him. 있는데, Maybe he had forgotten who we were, but he asked us the exact same question for some money so we can get back home. Because at that point I realized maybe God wants me to talk to this person. But either way, I'm here at a Christian convention. Maybe I should take the time to spread the gospel. 내가 정말 청년 연합 모임 때까지 온 사람이 아 어쩌면 하나님이 이 사람에게 내가 무언가를 말하기를 원하시는구나 하고 이제 대화를 시작하게 됩니다. Now I didn't have any cash on me, but I did remember that earlier in the day there was a seminar I had attended about literature evangelism, and they had passed out these things called glow tracks, which are little pamphlets to spread uh, the gospel message. 제가 당장 그 자리에서 현금이 없었기 때문에 저에게 가지고 있었던 거는 문서 전도를 하기 위한 이런 좀 팜플렛들이 좀 so I told them, I have no cash, but I have this in my pocket, and I want you to read it. So as I pulled it out and gave it to him, in that moment I thought, wow, God is so good. He brought this person back to me so I could bring him the gospel message. But that very brief moment of pride quickly disappeared because he looked at me. And he raised his voice and said, "What are you doing with this?" 그런데 이 홈레스가 저를 탁 쳐다보면서 하는 말이, 당신 도대체 뭐 하는 거야? What makes you think a piece of paper is going to help me find God? 내가 이 종이 조각이 하나 가지고 어떻게 하나님을 찾을 수 있겠어? I already know. That Jesus loves me. I already know that I am a child of God. You Christians preach that all the time. 
내가 하나님의 자녀인 것도 알고 예수 그리스도가 나를 위해 돌아가신 거 알고 그리스도인들이 그거 설교 항상 하잖아. But how in the world am I supposed to believe that when you church people look at us like we're nobody? 그런데 내가 어떻게 하나님이 나를 돕는 분이라고 믿겠어? 많은 그리스도인들이 나를 똑같이 당신처럼 쳐다보는데. And he said this, and this is what stuck with me till this day. He said, "Show me God's love. Don't just tell me about it." 그리고 마지막으로 한 말이 아직도 제 마음 속에 심금을 울리고 있는데요. 나에게 하나님의 사랑을 보여줘. 하나님의 사랑을 말하지 말고 사랑을 보여줘 하는 것입니다. You know, this was a shock for me. I've worked with many homeless ministries, and I and enjoy working with homeless. But this one, this one really changed the way that I saw my faith, but also how I interacted with these people. 제가 많은 홈레스들을 만나오고 하나님 사역을 한다고 해봤지만 이 경험 통해서 진심으로 다시 한번 생각해 보는 생각이 되었습니다. You see, this is exactly what James chapter two is talking about. What good is it if we claim to have faith? But have no action. Do not just be listeners of the word, but do what it says. 야고보서 1장에 말씀하시는 것이 바로 이런 것이 아닌가 생각합니다. 말씀을 행하는 자가 되고 듣기만 해서 자신을 속이는 자가 되지 말라는 말씀. You see, Jesus says in Matthew 25, verse 36 or 35 to 40, it says, "For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink." I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Matthew 25장에 말씀하시기를 내가 죽일 때 너희가 먹을 것을 주었고 목마를 때 마시게 하였고 나그네 되었을 때 영접하였고 헐벗을 때 옷을 입혔고 병들었을 때 돌보았고 옥에 갇혔을 때 와서 보았느니라. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when do we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? When do we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go visit you? 이에 의인들이 대답하여 이르되 주여 우리가 어느 때 주께서 줄이신 것을 보고 음식을 대접하였으며 목마르신 것을 보고 마시게 하였나이까 어느 때 나그네 되신 것을 보고 영접하였으며 헐벗으신 것을 보고 옷 입혔나이까. You see, the king will reply, "I will tell you the truth. Whatever you did for the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me." Ingrid 대답하여 이르시되 내가 진실로 너희에게 이르노니 너희가 여기 내 형제 중에 지극히 작은 자 하나에게 한 것이 곧 나에게 한 것이라 하시고. You see, when we we must serve others, not only serve ourselves through the studying of the Bible and going to church alone, we must proclaim that we have a faith. Because of these things, we must serve as a response to the faith, to the belief that we have, to spread the love of God to others through our actions. 우리가 성경을 공부하고 믿음을 들어서 자라게 하고, 하지만 그 믿음에 반응하여 사람들을 위하여 봉사할 수 있는 그리스도인들이 되시기를 간절히 바랍니다. To close today, I'd like to end with a story about someone by the name of Gandhi. 우리 간디라는 사람의 이야기를 한번 하고 싶습니다. I know that this is a Christian church, and so you might be wondering why is Pastor sharing this. Uh, but bear with me. In 1869, Gandhi was born Hindu, and for his whole life he was a Hindu. He was very faithful to his faith. 1869년 Gandhi는 
어, 힌두 종교에 태어나게 되었고 아주 힌두 종교인으로 어, 열심히 자랐습니다. But very clearly in his works, you see that there's a very strong influence from other religions, and he developed many of his own about the religion, philosophy, and the way of living. 그리고 종교인으로서 자라나는 간디는 그의 삶 속에서 철학을 키워나갔고 또 신학들을 키워나갔습니다. There's a quote that I want to share by him, but this is the kind of backdrop story of how it came to be, and this is the story. 그래서 이 간디를 자라게 한 철학적인 이야기를 성도님들과 나누고 싶습니다. So there was Gandhi and this Presbyterian missionary by the name of Andrew. They were walking together uh, in South Africa. As they were walking, suddenly there were some young thugs that met them on the street. Andrew, the Presbyterian missionary, knew instantly that he had to run. So he took a look at them. He looked at Gandhi, and he started to make a run for it. However, Gandhi stops him, and he says, Doesn't your Bible say in the New Testament that if an enemy strikes you on the right cheek, you should offer him the, the left? And Andrew, as he's mumbling and trying, panicking, trying to get away, he was like, well, I thought that was metaphorically. But Gandhi replies, I'm not too sure. I suspect he meant for you to show courage, to be willing to take a blow, several if needed, to show that you will not strike back, nor will you be turned aside. And when you do that, it's call, it calls on something in human nature, something that makes his hatred decrease and his respect increase. I think Christ grasped that, and I've seen this work. 그런데 간디가 대답하기를 너희가 믿는 예수라고 하는 분이 보여주셨던 그 오른밤을 대고 왼밤을 대는 모습 모든 면에서 평화적인 모습 겸손의 모습을 보여주는 것 속에서 사람들을 사랑하고 서로에게 사랑을 표현하는 것을 가르쳐 준 것이 아니야 하고 간디가 말합니다. And then this is the quote that I want to emphasize that he shares. He says, I like your Christ, but I do not like your Christians. Your Christians are so unlike your Christ. 간디가 마지막으로 말합니다. 나는 네가 믿는 예수 그리스도를 존경해. 하지만 그리스도인들은 모르겠어. 왜 그리스도인들은 예수 그리스도 같지 않을까? And it's sad, but it's a hard reality that we face in 2020. 정말 슬픈 이야기이지만 우리가 그리스도인으로서 2020년을 살아가면서 생각해 봐야 할 문제인 것 같습니다. A lot of us Christians today, we come to church all the time. We know the Bible. We study the scripture. But do we really live a life that reflects the character of Christ? Do we really have a faith that invokes action, that represents Christ? 우리가 행동으로서 예수 그리스도를 나타낼 수 있는 그러한 행동을 가진 믿음이 있습니까? If not, I want to challenge you to reevaluate. 우리가 그렇지 않다면 다시 한번 우리 삶 속에서 재고하여 주시기를 바랍니다. Because you see, Jesus did not intend us to have a faith that sat in the temples, in the churches, and in our pews. 
예수 그리스도께서 주신 믿음이 교회 안에서 또 우리가 성스러운 곳 안에서만 빛을 내라고 하는 믿음이 아니라 생각합니다. Jesus calls us to have a faith that can move mountains. 예수께서 말씀하시기를 믿음은 산을 옮길 수 있어야 한다고 하셨습니다. You see, Jesus calls us not to just speak of His love, but to show His love to those around us. 우리가 예수의 사랑을 말하는 것만이 아니라 행동으로 보여줄 수 있는 그리스도인 되기를 간절히 바랍니다. So I pray that we as a church can take up this call in 2020 to be a church that has a faith that can truly move mountains and a faith that is not simply a faith that we just say, but we actually do. 2022년에는 정말 산을 움직일 수 있는 행동하는 믿음, 사랑을 몸소 보여줄 수 있는 그런 믿음을 보여줄 수 있는 저와 성도들이 되시기를 간절히 바랍니다.